What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Burnout Brighter podcast. This is episode 45. My name's Matt. I'll be your host for this evening's events. I'm joined, as always, by Destiny. Hey, hey, hey. And Darren. Hello. Darren rises. The Darren rises. All the way from Canada. All the way from Canada. I know. Darren, how does it feel to be back in the land of maple syrup and moose and their cousin, Meese? Well, I'll have you know that on my first day back, I did consume a maple syrup substance. So I got that out of my system. Also, I had real cheese and I had a Danish that tasted like it's supposed to. It was flaky, it was buttery, and it, it, it just, the flavors, the flavors that I missed so much came into my mouth. And, and they were they satiated my desire they for they came into your mouth and for, satiated <laughs> your desire. So did you have all of these things at the same time? Did you make like a Danish cheese maple syrup substance sandwich? Because this is what it sounds like. You lump you lumped those all together very quickly. I I didn't I didn't make a sandwich out of it, but I did have them back to back. And I will have you know that my stomach did not enjoy the combination the next day. A lot of heavy foods very quickly and and i i was spending some extra time in the boys room i see well if this is your first time listening to the podcast <laughs> um welcome you can catch us on any major podcast provider we're on spotify apple Podcasts, google play stitcher and of course you can find us at our home over on burnoutbrighter.podbean.com come find us on facebook we have a bob games episode launching well that would have launched a few days ago go check out lovers in a dangerous space time it was fun you can catch that over on our youtube this week on the podcast we're going to be talking all about games getting more expensive are they getting more expensive? Why are they getting more expensive? Should they get more expensive? When are they getting more expensive? Oh, when and are they getting more expensive? How are they getting more expensive? And is... How much expensive are they getting? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. <laughs> more expensive or not, there there is no try. Oh. oh. Okay. Bringing some Yoda up in Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, we're going to start the podcast as we always do with a round of random questions. <laughs> oh my god! I love that you realized that you had to do it, and then you're like, "Shit, I don't have anything." And that's um, why we All right, uh, Destiny, I'm going to start with you this week. Oh yay! Yay, Destiny! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't sound too excited, Darren. Yay, Destiny. So you know some Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah. Okay. Who cares more about friendship? Okay. okay. Sora or Ash Ketchum from Pokemon? Oh, that's a tough question. Who cares more about friendship? I mean, like, does it count, like, your friendship with animals, does that count? It's still friendship. I that's know, true. It's not, like, is it, it's not the same. I would say. Because right? he, like, owns Darren, it's not a question the, for you. It, yeah, it's not your question, Darren. I was Shut trying to provide clarification on the no. situation. Friendship takes many shapes and forms. I don't feel like Ash, Ash is only really friends with Pikachu because the rest he stops in the ball 90% of the time. Hey, but then he has friends that he travels with and most of the time... But they, they change yeah, often. Yeah, but they leave him. He doesn't leave them. 
That's because he's still going, and they're like, we're tired of your shit, Ash. We're leaving. And he, if he was a real friend, he'd try to stop them, but he doesn't. Because he respects their wishes as friends. It's does because he? Brock didn't. He does. Brock, it's just because Brock didn't make him enough jelly donuts. I like Brock, even though his eyes are always closed for some unknown reason. Lord knows why. But yeah, the question stands, Destiny. Who cares more about friendship, Ash or Sora? Because Sora, you could argue the same thing. He goes to different worlds. He leaves people behind. They join him, and then they... They, they don't want to go with him. That's why he leaves them behind. Right. Just they're, like... they're, like, in his world. But you know what? I would say... I would say Sora. Sora is willing to, like, die. Like, put his yeah. life on the line. Where, wait, listen. Where Ash will put his friends' lives on the line, his animals, <laughs> before he put his life on the line. Counterpoint. Did you see Pokemon the movie? When yes, he gets he gets stoned. Yes, and I cried a little bit. <laughs> but to be honest, at at first that didn't happen till the end of the movie. Uh-huh. And before that, he was right. putting all his friends in the in the line of fire. It took him a long time to get to that point. It took him a Sora... long time for him to be like, "No, Pikachu," and then Pikachu cried. And he's like, "No, my only friend at two brute." I'm terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Sora's like, oh, you want So I'm going to say sandwich? Sora. Sora is like willing to be like up front fighting for his friends. You know what? That's that's a good point. That's a great point. Thank you. Uh, uh, Darren. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I'm going to reuse a question because I actually really liked the question that I asked last week. Oh, okay. That's cheating. But, but okay. I, I want, because he, was, he wasn't on, but that's why. There. So I couldn't okay. get his response. Okay. So Darren, so, yeah. like, I'm going I'm to reuse a question here. Uh, unless you didn't listen to last week's episode, then this question is totally new. I did um, listen to it, I swear. No, not you specifically. I'm talking like the the, the listeners, the viewers. Wow, uh, you got real defensive real fast. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Or listen to it at like five times speed. <laughs> uh, Darren, if you had yeah. to make a video game about your life, what would be the collectible? Like if, if you were if there was if there were, if the developers came and they were like Darren we're gonna make a video game about you, what what's what's your collectible? What are we gonna find in in the city jungle junkyard whatever you're gonna be? What's what's gonna be spread all over? Disappointment. <laughs> Sadness. How does that manifest in physical form? Like a black cloud. Every collectible you collect, <laughs> you'll think it's something useful. Like you'll think it's like an item, or like. Uh, a nice shiny coin, and as soon as you get close, you're like, "Oh, it's just, it's it's just a rock." It's just a penny. Maybe it like takes away experience. It takes away experience. Yeah. You, you pick it up and you're like minus hundred experience. Do you know how bitch. mad people would be playing that fucking game? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm mad about it too. But somebody, somebody would go through and be like, "I 100." Oh, I burped. Sorry. <laughs> God, that sounded gross. <laughs> it was like, that was very unprofessional of me. Whatever. Um, I could see people going through and being like, yo, like, I, like, 100% of the game, I got all of his shitty-ass fucking trophies that didn't do anything. Finished at level one. And just like my real life and real life, you try, you give 100%, and it doesn't matter. Darren, that's such bullshit. You've given 100% on this podcast, and it always matters. Yeah. You tried so hard and you got so far. And in the end, dun, it, it kind of really mattered. It kind of really, kind of really mattered. It did. <laughs> Please check out um, our album dropping next week. Yeah, our where we just do cover songs <laughs> of one we'll call, of one part of one song. Of one part of one song, just we'll, the we'll, chorus. We'll call ourselves Lincoln Positive. Yeah. Oh, oh. shit. 
Positive Park. Yo, he's so. You guys are so clever. Right. I was just gonna be like ripoffs of Lincoln Park. <laughs> Lincoln Park Two. Yeah, Lincoln Park Two, two. the sequel. All right, who's got a question for me this week? Darren does. Oh boy. Okay. Um. I I don't yes, have a do. question until ten seconds from now. <laughs> where I'm gonna ask Two, you three about four um, five so six if seven, you could okay okay eight, I got it I got it real nine, question ten okay <laughs> okay <laughs> now that you're done counting if you could pick any if you could okay because we just had mop garden on and I do want to say great episode by the way I did listen to it he's and mop, trying to flirt. If you're, I'm not trying to flirt, Mop. If you're listening, you said something, and I can't remember what you said. You, you said. <laughs> what the fuck? What was it? You said something. I don't I know what it was. What no, but there was definitely there a point. Was, you said some stuff. There was a point where you talked. Your mouth was open, and words came out. Yeah, and, and, and I think, I think it was in English. Yeah. Everyone was saying something, and I don't remember the context, but. Some, Mop said something along the lines of if Darren was here he would disagree with everybody and I remember in the moment listening to that and I'm like yes I do disagree with everybody now it would help if I remembered what I was disagreeing about but she was right shit it was something that I really did believe you would be on my side for because it was something stupid yeah I remember it being stupid anyways Darren why would you bring that up now we're gonna be like trying to figure out what the fuck it was <laughs> so let's go back to Matt's well, question well if you're curious go back and check out last week's episode oh smooth oh. save um Matt if you had to pick yeah. a new game to stream a new game you haven't played before to stream that game that you've wanted to play but you just haven't played what game would you stream and why he, he'd finish Death Stranding Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if Road you want to 2019. <laughs> uh, does it have to be a game that I've never played? Period, or can it be a game that like I've started and then like never finished? It could be a game you started and never finished. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did that narrow it? Yeah. Did that narrow it down for you? I don't know. Uh, I would probably. I'd probably stream Horizon Zero Dawn because I never got more than like maybe ten hours into that. Um, and I probably will actually, because I, it's sitting on my cross media bar right now on the PlayStation and I'm like, I want to play you, but the reason I haven't started it is with Ghost of Tsushima coming out in like 10 days. Is it really 10 days? I don't want to, yeah, like I'm just kind of like two open world games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't really want to juggle both, so I... I'm leaving it until I'm going to play it after Ghosts because after sure. Ghosts of Tsushima, there's like a massive drought of games Yeah. until basically next gen. I might or be able Avengers. To f- Fuck, I always forget about Avengers. I might be able to finish some games. No, I was going to say, you might actually finish one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Persona for centuries. Yeah, seriously. Which, I mean, is not a bad way to go. Um, so, I yeah, like over. I actually. I want it to end, please. Um, yeah, so I actually am probably going to stream Horizon. I, I, I am oh, going nice. to get into it. Um, because, A, I think that the game is just... It's a, it's like one of the only PlayStation exclusives I've never finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of the fact that, like, 
I think people get enjoyment of me getting angry at those fucking dinosaurs because I got my <laughs> shit kicked one too many times last time I played it, so I have to completely reevaluate how the fuck to play that game. Those thunderbirds. Um, yeah, those that motherfucker ate me alive very quickly. <laughs> it's a great so game. So I am going. Yeah, I, I I heard it's fucking awesome with the second one coming seemingly relatively soon. I'm I'm definitely going to go back to Horizon. Yeah. Good. Cool. Cool. Good yeah, answer. Yeah. Good. Cool. Thanks, All right, man. That's cool. you're welcome. All right, the this is a good teamwork. <laughs> yeah, it was good. All right, let's go over to Destiny for what's new, D. What's been going on? What you been playing? What you been doing? Well, a mosquito bit my lip. Yep, it's true. I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah. The mosquito. And it's you been have sitting to be a bold motherfucker to walk up on somebody's face and be like, "I'm gonna bite your lip." Yeah, like, I thought I thought that you... was illegal. I didn't think uh, mosquitoes could do that. I mean, it is illegal, and I'm, I plan on pressing charges when I find them. <laughs> Are you going to press charges, like, right in the wall? Because you're yeah. going to squish it? Uh-huh. Like, because it's a bug? Ba-ba-ching. Press press charges up all in this big... Oh, God. That wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yo, so I've been playing some more indie games from mm-hmm. um, that pack, and there's one called... Fossil something. I'm sorry, I can't remember it. But it's basically like a two-player puzzle game, and you're an archaeologist, which I love because I wanted to be an. Oh, side note, I wanted to be an archaeologist beca- before I became an artist. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna wait. Give me a second to commit that to memory because I feel in like 25 episodes we're gonna have Mick back on, and he's gonna be like, "What did Destiny want to be in episode 45?" Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So, yeah, I wanted to be an archaeologist. And in this game, you're basically this archaeologist, and you're going down. It's like a level-by-level game, and you can play with other people, and you have to find the pieces of these dinosaurs and then, like, put them together. You're you're not an archaeologist. I'm sorry, a paleontologist. Oh, right. Okay. And um, so I've been playing that with Natasha. Shout out, Nat, even though you don't listen. (laughs) She doesn't at all. And um, (laughs) we also started... I, I watched her play Alien. Yeah, Alien Isolation. Oh, that's such a that good game. That game is fucking freaky. Like, the graphics in it are amazing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what, like, freaked me out were the fucking androids. Oh, God, that, yeah. You know they look like androids, but they're, like, they're so creepy looking. And then the fucking... She's playing it on... I guess there's four different levels. So mm. she's not playing it on Novice, but she's playing it on the like next standard, one. kind of, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's four... So, like, I guess it's novice, easy, normal, and then hard. Oh, something. I see. Okay. And um, I got freaked out because I didn't know that the alien could fucking open the door when you, like, go into, like, a locker to hide. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, I was like, she's got this. Whatever. No, I'm lying. I didn't say that. I was like, dude, you're taking too fucking long. He's going to see you. He's going to get you. And so she gets into the locker, and we're like, yo, it's like we're in the locker. Okay. <laughs> And, like, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I was like, okay, it's going to walk away. And this motherfucker tricks us. It's like he turns, and then he turns back, and I was like, you're breathing too hard, Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) Like, freaking out. And then he just rips open the door and fucking, like, mutilates her. Oh, God. I was so mad at her. I'm not even playing the game. I was like, see, bitch, told you to hurry up. (laughs) That game is notorious for playing tricks on you. And in fact, that's why the save stations take so long, because it can kill you while you're trying to save your game. I didn't know that. That's that's fucking evil. Yeah. You have to sit there with your little punch card in the machine waiting for like 
five seconds for it to charge, and he can kill you before it actually finishes saving. That's, that's so shitty. That's evil. That's yeah. really evil. Also, don't but, know why you'd want to do this, but if you attach your microphone, it will actually track your real voice and breathing. And so you can't nah, breathe too that. loud. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm good on that. I don't just going to be like, Because <laughs> I was literally, like, when we were in the fucking locker, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking out. Guys, that's not sex sounds. That's my scared sounds. They sound <laughs> weirdly similar. Anyways. <laughs> So, um, been, <laughs> been watching her play that, and that's about it. Watching, like, some Netflix and doing some... Oh, oh, so the new update. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. On Animal Crossing. What up? Been swimming. Yeah. And getting lots of weird shit. And you know what I was thinking? I was like, yo, my character... Tavi is bold as shit because she just grabs shit. Yeah. And doesn't fucking care. Like, she'll pick up a scorpion and be well, like, yo, look what I got. Let me, now let me put this poisonous thing in my pocket. The motherfuckers pick up sea urchins with their bare hands. Yeah. Like, look at all these spikes. Who cares? Yeah. She's baller, dude. She's like, literally my idol. I look up to her so much. She's who you want to be? She is who I want to be. Plus, I think she probably spends more time at the beach. She does. And swimming. I am not a beach person, and I can't swim that well, so I really look up to her. <laughs> but that's basically it. Just been doing that. The otter dude's cool. Pascal, yeah, I he's super like cute. I feel like fucking, like, the characters who we can't have on our island are, like, some of the coolest characters in the game. I, I know. Like, I wish I could have Flick on my island. Yeah, Flick wish, is dope as shit. Yeah, I wish I could have Pascal. Like, he's they dope. They do that on and, like, purpose his little, to taunt like, you. His little quips of wisdom. Yeah. I want I want to get him his wisdom all over me. Yeah. I want to get him to whiz all over me. Wow. Well, in the ocean, you can't really tell. In the wow. ocean, he could be. You guys I, are so dirty. I could, okay, I have a joke for you. I couldn't even help myself that time. What? It's an ocean joke. Okay. Okay. But not really a joke. Okay. Do you know why the ocean is so salty? Because of oh. all the whale cum. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Darren, you look happy about that news. <laughs> no. I, it was I, just a joke, Darren. It's not because of all the welcome, but there's a lot of welcome. I'm sure there is. They're the size of buses. I don't know if it's salty or not. I bet you it's a delicacy for some people. I'm not even trying to be funny. Welcome to the Internet's premier welcome podcast. I'm you sure can s- drown in it. That's crazy. It's like tons. It's like tons of stuff. At some point in somebody's life, in some point in the history of the world, somebody has partaken. Had welcome. Had a yeah. welcome souffle. Yeah. Probably a welcome soup. Yeah, welcome soup. Yeah. Welcome soup. Welcome soup. I'm not welcome. <laughs> okay, that was it for me. All right, Darren, oh. what about you? What's new? Now that you're now that you're finally back in Canada, yeah, and you have you have time again. I know I've got my mandatory quarantine for two weeks, so I can't leave mm-hmm, the house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been spending time organizing my room setting up my ps4 because uh so i'm now living with my parents at the moment and uh my parents have a ps4 as well and they play downstairs but i want a consistent way to play in my own isolated room and i've hooked up my ps4 to my psvr headset so i can look through the vr headset and use that as a tv which with all the jet lag running like you're 
like you put the headset on and you're using it as a TV? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have to play only VR games. You can also play just normal games just like it looks like it's like a giant movie screen essentially when you put on the headset so have you been watching porn like that no i have not actually psvr but now i've given you an idea (laughs) psvr is quite restrictive um oh you can't watch porn on it dude that would be dope though right you know know, um the uh Darren, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> uh, but I did actually start playing a new VR game because I've been a year without my headset, so I just went crazy and downloaded a whole bunch of VR stuff, which I can only play for like 10 minutes because the jet lag uh, gives me like a headache real quick. Um, but I what started playing? The Room VR. Not yeah, to you be picked con- it up? Yeah, not to be not confused. Not to be confused with that garbage-ass movie. Yeah, not to VR. be confused with the Tommy Wiseau movie. There are... Um, Apple Store mobile games called The Room, which, in my opinion, are the best escape room video games ever made. Uh, like, I have not played a better game that represents what an escape room is like than these games. And they're really cheap. I think the first one's like a dollar. The set They go up in price a little bit. The fourth one is, I think, like eight bucks. But I love them. And they finally made a VR game, uh, escape room game. And it's fantastic. Uh, it was $40 Canadian. It was a little expensive. It's probably not worth the price. I'd probably wait for it to go on sale. But I just love them so much I had to pay for it. And There's always I, a VR tax, right? Yeah. They're like creepy escape rooms. You're always in like creepy, creepy places. It's very like HP Lovecraft. Uh, Are they obtuse? Like for me, like games like that can be very annoying if they're like, you're supposed to take the candlestick and put it on the deer's head to replace the no. antler. I don't think the puzzles are obtuse. I think where people can get hung up is because it's an escape room. You have to find objects in the, in the room. So you can miss an object and then not know what to do. Uh, How is that game, in VR? Uh, not so bad. You have to... Um, you can't free move. It's only node teleporting. Which Okay, well that's not, that's not that I bad. Because I mean, at least that kind of hits way stations yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's good because that way there's only certain places you can actually go so you know that you're not missing something in this giant room. Um, but I think it, I did the first level. I got scared because uh, I was like doing... You got her- scared? Yeah, they're Pussy. creepy. Well, listen, no, I was doing like heart surgery on a mummy and Why? I... Why? It's dead already. I had to take its heart out and it was really creepy like flies were coming out of it and stuff like that and I I was doing this like I got my room all dark my door closed and all of a sudden my mom slowly opens the door and is like Darren (laughs) I'm like that's the best that's amazing (laughs) so yeah, I, I yeah. love it, though. Also, if you are willing to try it, there is a hint system. If you take a little too long, you can always click a hint, and there's different levels of hints of giving you, like, a little hint or a bigger hint or basically just telling you how to do it. I'll give it a try. Why not? Yeah. You yeah, have it you now. Have so. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've VR since the day I got scared those walls were coming at me. We're going to make you do it again. <laughs> we're going to make we're gonna do a Let's Play. Oh, my God. As long as it's not zombie, I can't do zombie. Okay, so, I know you're laughing and you're infected people. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Well, you could do this. This is like creepy, but there's no like monsters. It's just creepy. I'm not scared of like mummies and stuff. 
I don't know why, because they're dead too. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. zombies and like infected people with like alien shit freaks me out. Well, you're gonna love watching The Last of Us then. I, I, that's why I said I was gonna do a synopsis of the story only. <laughs> so Matt, what's up with you? Uh, I've been playing a couple different things actually. I started in, on Diablo three again with Senna. Oh, I finally oh. convinced her. Uh, after like completely de- defeating Minecraft dungeons, like we pretty much 100%ed it outside of like a couple nice. achievements that just like it's just like eat 200 foods. Um, I kept badgering her to play Diablo. I was like, listen, it's like this, but better. Um, and her main <laughs> argument was always like, but it's ugly in terms of like, like gross not demons graphically and ugly. stuff like that. Yeah, gross demons. It's just it's a gross art style. Um, so I finally convinced her and then after like four hours, she was like, yeah, okay, this is good. And I was like, fuck, 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 told you, um, Isn't it great it... when your significant other likes the things that you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we sunk, we sunk a bunch of time into Diablo three. We actually had to restart after playing for a couple hours because the way that they've changed it, I haven't played it in like four years, five years. So. They now have like seasons, and like if you pick to start in a season, you actually can't share loot, and you can't what scale. What do you mean by di- season? Like fall, winter. Like like almost like seasons of a TV show, where like oh. as as you like as you play, you can like rank up to a certain point when and like to get exclusive items for that season, and when the season's over, the next season will begin. And there's new rewards, new etc. Oh, okay. But like you can't share loot in between like between each other, and you can't scale the difficulty. Mm. So we played a couple hours. We're like, wow, this is getting kind of easy because we just started on like normal difficulty and we couldn't share loot. So we just started just normal. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've spent more time with Iron Man VR as well. Oh yeah. And how's that? the high points in that game are fantastic. Mm-hmm. The in between moments range from okay to bleh. You're really boring, or is it like not? Is that fun the new to play? Iron Man game you had him try out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, full, it's already the, out? the full version's out now. Oh, yeah, nice. it came out just last week. Um, basically, like when you're actually like in the levels, flying around, like people are complaining, like, oh, it's like it's only drones that you fight and stuff. I like, it doesn't really bother me because like, I think today was the day that like the movement finally clicked for me as well to be able to actually like fly around decently. Right. Um. So like when you're like flying and then like you. You know, you shoot a couple enemies out of the sky, you punch the next one, you ground pound an enemy up, and when you ground pound the enemy, they go flying in the air, so, like, yeah. it kind of, like, time almost slows, and you, like, fill it with, you know, repulsor blasts, and you're up in the air again. Like, yeah. there are moments in it that are super cool, but the load times are god-awful, and they're so frequent. Like, what do you do? Like, there's... N- just load. Oh. Really? Like, just, just like- loading screens, like, like, loading screens, where, like, it takes, like, probably somewhere between a minute to a minute and a half per load screen. And there's, like, nothing going on? There's just, like, a loading screen in front of you. And, like, that's that's kind of it. Like, you can stand there and, like, look around and, like, the ground moves a little bit, but that's about it. And, like, Mm -hmm. the the voice acting and the writing, again, what, like, in my opinion, ranges wildly from, like, okay, this is fun to, like, this seems like it's just trying to be MCU kind of thing. Uh Like, the writing doesn't really hit that level at points. okay. Um... Like I said, the, the the points where you're actually playing are super fun. And, like, it can be frustrating at first as you kind of try and figure out the controls. And, like, my time trial stuff, like, there was one time, like, the latest time trial that I did, it was, like, oh, the developers got, like, 47 seconds. I got, like, three minutes. So, like, oh there's obviously, God. like, a lot of room for me to get a lot better with the movement. Right. But, like, it finally kind of clicked today where I was, like, weaving between buildings a little bit and shooting shit out of the sky and, like, dropping onto the ground. Um, so, like, the... 
And it's not, and it's not graphically the best looking thing either. But like, I don't really care all too much yeah. just because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest achievement that I can say about this fucking game is like zero motion sickness. That's great. I'm very, very, very motion sickness prone. Like playing yeah. stuff like Windlands, playing um, other games as well have made me sick. I'm flying around this thing and like snap turning and like you know like completely changing what I'm doing quickly, and zero motion sickness. That's impressive that they were able to design it that way. It's super, super impressive. And I think it's a couple things. I think it's A, the HUD is huge. So there's like less going on in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. And also like when you're flying, they have a lot of like wind effects. So again, like it kind of like it, it kind of focuses. Like stabilizes you. Yeah. So it kind of like almost like focuses your view on where you're going. So like I think if they take a couple shortcuts like that, not shortcuts, but like they implement it exceedingly well. That's good. Um, That's good. It, it's one of those things where it's just like I hope that they get another opportunity to do a second game because I feel like the second game could be... They can w- take more chances. They can take it. more chances. They can they can build a lot more on it because I feel like this focus here was like focusing on the flight. I feel like kind of that's where the majority of their focus was. Like float and motion sickness. And now like both of those work very well. I'd like to see them given another chance to do like a Marvel's Iron, Iron Man VR 2 where they kind of build around it. Granted, I'm only like two chapters in or three chapters in so there is a lot more game left for me to do because apparently it is like eight to ten hours so it is like a quote-unquote full vr experience right well, hopefully it's not just you shooting at a bunch of stuff the whole time i pretty i'm sure it will be like i'm sure it's oh, gonna be flying around levels but like it's do you, you think have, that's gonna get boring i don't think so because like from what i was doing it so far like the free movement is really cool because you're not just like on rails and like the enemies come at you. You can fly around, like you can do anything you want in the level. So is the scenery a lot different in each level? Uh, so I know far, the first one, the demo that I saw you guys play, it was just like an island. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's his Malibu house. Yeah, like the second major location that you go to. Fuck spoilers, I guess it's just location. It's like Shanghai, so it's like a oh, densely awesome. like a densely populated city. Oh, are there people walking around and shit? There are no people. There's just a lot of buildings and stuff. Because you're basically in the air the whole time. Like you uh, can go to the ground, but yeah, like but there are no people there. No, they say that they've evacuated kind of thing. Like there's uh, there's, there's a reason for there okay, being no people. Okay, because I was like, yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's that's been a lot of fun. And then uh, yeah, we've been playing with Diablo. I also restarted Trails of Cold Steel three oh. uh, on Switch this time. Um, because that game just feels so great handheld. Um, really? And I've already caught up and passed the point where you were I got before? to when I was playing it the first time. Um, and it's just like, it's so nice handheld. I love those characters. I love those games. The first two are fantastic. And like the other thing that I was waiting for, I was waiting for confirmation that 4, which is supposed to be the Cold Steel finale, which is already out in Japan, they've confirmed it for the West for the Switch. Oh, that's awesome. So I was so you like, can keep all right, playing it on the there Switch. we go. Exactly. So, like, it's coming out next year on the Switch. I saw you playing something else on the Switch. Yeah. Legend of Heroes. Trails Yeah, that's the one. Um, And it's fantastic. So, like, if anybody's curious, um, those games are now, I think, the first and the second one are actually now on Switch now. They are definitely on PS4. Great JRPGs. They have some Persona flavoring with, like, your social links and stuff. You, like, build bonds with people as you play. But, like, the story is a much bigger kind of, like, grandiose epic, almost, where it's, like, warring countries and like you say it's better than persona i think it's just different like it's like it's like comparing something like um i don't know like almost like a lord of the rings ish but with mechs so is it open world yes and no it's not like open world where it's just like you can go anywhere at any time it's giant areas so you'll go to a new area and you'll run around it but once you leave that area you don't come back to it okay yeah um so yeah, it's it's like Persona is very modern day, and this is set like 
a while back, but there's also mechs, but they're like tech is also like it's it's a weird like fusion of like fantasy sci fi kind of thing. Okay. Um, so like Final Fantasy? Yeah, like Final yeah, Fantasy. Actually pretty yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy is actually a really great yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, I might want to try this out. It's super dope. Um yeah like basically like the trail so Legend of Heroes is like a whole series, so there's different like subsets of games. Trails of Cold Steel is, like, the newest subset of games. And, like I said, they've done 1, 2, 3. 4 is supposed to be the finale for Cold Steel. Already out in Japan. Confirmed it's going to be coming back next year. Um, I love those games. Shout out to Al because we played the first two, basically, in tandem. And we were, like, they end on some, like, massive cliffhangers and stuff. It's fucking awesome. Those games are really good. But, yeah. So, I've, uh, that's that's basically it for me. Very and, cool. oh, sorry. Last thing I want to touch on. A uh, new anime called uh, The God of High School. Yes. The God Did you watch of High School? I didn't watch it yet because you sent it on here and I need to copy paste it so yeah. I can watch it on here. It's similar to Tower of God, which I talked about a couple of, uh, podcasts ago, where it's based on like a Korean manhwa, which is like the manga, basically. Mm-hmm. And the first episode had me fucking dying. Um, it's basically like like short form premise is like, it's basically like an MMA tournament where again, like if you win, you get one of your wishes granted by God. So kind of like a similar fucking like set up the tower of god God, where they're climbing the tower to get to god this is like if you but like it's could not be tonally different like this is much more like slapstick ridiculous like yeah there were moments where i literally like burst out laughing watching it so like if you're looking for a new anime there's only one episode so far it literally just started uh check out the god of high school because and the animation is fucking gorgeous um check that shit out cool cool all right moving on to our i forgot to add something for news what's up so um i Actually, so you guys know that, like, I have storyboards and stuff, and I, like, I don't know if you guys know that, but I pitched to Frederator Studios, like, when I first got to Korea. What is, what is Frederator Studios? It's an animation studio. Okay. They do the Bravest Warriors, and the guy who worked on, um, some of the people who worked on Adventure Time also worked for this company. Um, so I pitched to them a while ago, and then maybe two nights ago I pitched to an animation company in Spain um, and they really liked it. No sure. Yeah, so I have to write like three scripts and um, just send them some more like um, like fleshed out ideas kind of thing? No, it's already fleshed out but like some more like scenery and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. And Okay, so the thing is, is that, like, they really liked it. I'm going to do it. And if they pick it up, they're going to animate my, my series, right? That's awesome. That's so fucking cool. Okay, it's awesome. But, like, at the same time, it it's very close to... Have you guys seen Final Space? Yes, I have seen I've Final watched Space. a couple episodes. Okay, so I love that show, right? Mm-hmm. But back in 2015, Nickelodeon was doing a contest for... Um, an animated show okay. and if you got the series you had to like submit the the story the storyboards and four episodes that okay. you know to continue in case they picked it up they never announced the winners for that they what? never talked about it again really they just never brought it up again right and then the following year they, they held the contest again uh-huh. okay so because like we were waiting yeah the thing is, is that, like, when I was typing out the synopsis for my my story, mm-hmm. uh-huh. it sounded eerily 
the same as Final Space. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God, they're not going to pick it up because... It's too much like And Final I'm not, Space. like, saying this is what's happening, mm-hmm. but we sent that to Nickelodeon in 2015. And yeah. And Final Space came out maybe, like, two years ago. And this is the thing. The, if I tell you the plot, the plot's basically the same. There's this main guy who happens to be white. His love interest is a black girl. Mm-hmm. And the plot revolves around this entity that can either destroy or create life. Okay. Okay. The plot for Final Space is there's this main guy, his yeah. love interest is this black girl, and it revolves around this entity that has the power to create or destroy life. Right. <laughs> right. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the yeah. same kind of base plot, like, kind of. And I was like, plot, do of? they take, and I don't know if this is for sure, but it's too, it's so similar, like, and there's also, like, in Final Space, there's, like, that connection between him and his father, in mm-hmm. my story, it's the same thing. Oh, my God. I'm looking into it right now. So, Final Space is made by TBS and Adult Swim. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's made by... Because they can see it and sell can, the idea. Yeah, they can yeah, shop it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they can shop it around. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, they've changed enough of it, but the core plot... Is the same. Is this fucking same. Yeah. So, either somebody just fluked out the same idea... Yeah. Or, or a similar idea, or... There's some shady shit. It's like... But that's fucking awesome that, like... It is, but now I'm worried that, like... I'm nervous that, like, it won't get picked up because it's too close. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll have to wait and see. I just wanted to, like, say, like... It's it's a big deal. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And I'm really excited about it, but I'm also, like, a little upset about it. I love Final Space, but then I realized when I broke it down, if I were to tell anybody... They'd be like, oh, that's just like Final Space. The synopsis, it would sound... Yeah, they would be like, oh, that's just like Final Space. And I was like, yeah, it is. It's just like... But to be fair, if this gets picked up, guys, I created this story in 2014. (laughs) And it's all like dated and stamped. So for people who are like, she's ripping off Final Space. No. not. Set the record straight. Yeah, so... Hopefully, you know. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. It would be really fucking awesome. Yeah, for real. For like all of us, really. Yeah, Yeah, well, keep us posted as much as you can as things go. Yes, I will. I'll be busy this weekend. All right. Well, congrats to Dee. Let's let's hope that that irons out and you become a huge star and I'll be on your show. Yeah. You know, I'm a white guy. Your main character's a white guy. I'm just saying. I mean, saying. it's animated, but you could do the voice. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I'll if have you need you a voice actor, there's... I'm not one, but I could start. I'll have you know right that now. There's, there's, there's... This is my new not. No. No, okay. No. There, are, there are two white guys on this podcast here, okay? We have two Dibs. white guys well, here. Dibs! Dibs! Shoddy! I mean, we're going to have other characters, so, like, you can you can do it, too. Darren can be the entity who <laughs> Darren, just makes noises. can you stop telling people you're white? Like, it's obvious that you're not. <laughs> stop it. I am an alien from planet Kazarzel. See, and I would believe that. And then he could just be like... Fucking whale noises. All right, let's move on to the main topic for today. We're actually going to be pulling in a piece of news for our main topic today. I'm going to be pulling from an article from Eurogamer. Um, this comes from Tom Phillips. The headline is 2K, first to make next-gen games $10 more expensive. I'm going to pull a couple paragraphs out from here, so go give this a click. 
This week, 2K Games became the first publisher to announce a markup in pricing for the next-gen versions of a console game, taking the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X editions of NBA 2K21 up to $69.99. That's a $10 increase on the current-gen console versions of NBA 2K21 for PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, I'm going to move down a little bit. Um, a Mamba Forever edition, which works across both consoles within the same family, will also be offered, but at an even higher cost of $99. And this is all in US dollars, by the mm. way. Uh, hold on, there's just something else I want to pull here. The cost of the AAA, the cost of AAA video game development has significantly increased since the last wholesale leap in pricing, back at the start of the PS3 and Xbox 360 generations. But those increased costs have also been absorbed to some degree by the offer of costlier collector's editions options or the inclusion of in-game microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the increase to $69.99 for next-gen, that price increase from 2005 to 2020 next-gen is only up 17%, far lower than other comparisons, games analyst Yoshio Osaki told Games Industry. So basically, and, uh, and that's, that's what I'm going to pull from. So there's much more in the article. Go give it a look. Um, Tom wrote a, a great little article there. Basically, what we're going to be talking about is game prices going the hell up. They haven't changed since basically 2005, which is back when the 360 initially came out. 360 was first or PS3 was first? 360 was first. 360 was first. 2005. 360 was first. Yeah. And so game prices have not changed since then. At least in the U.S. They, at least in the U.S. They've they fluctuated uh, elsewhere. I know Canada took a bit of an increase as well, but that was a yeah. little bit later on because it's, of the dollar. Yeah, it's usually related to the value of the U.S. dollar, and things outside yeah. will fluctuate based on that. So basically, like what they're doing with two K with NBA two K twenty one is they basically have a three tiered model here, where if you buy in on PS four and Xbox One day one, and that's the only copy of the game you want, it's going to stay at fifty nine ninety nine U.S. If you buy in on PS5 and Xbox Series X, uh, you're going to be looking at $10, 10 US dollars more at $69.99. If you're like a diehard fan and you want to pick up the game day one on PS4 and still be able to play it on PS5 when it comes out, you're looking at a $99.99 edition of the game, which is a lot more expensive. Sure, it's still cheaper than buying two copies of the game, but like to me, this is a really, really weird way to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any... I, I think... Game prices going up, especially for AAA games, makes sense. It's been quite a while. And especially if games are not packed to the brim with microtransactions, I can understand a general price increase. I think the reason why NBA feels so fucking sour is because those games are riddled with microtransactions. They make so much money on their fucking microtransactions that it's obscene. So, Darren, I want to ask you first, should games be more expensive now? As we move into a next, you know, the new next gen, I think like what you said, the only reason I would agree with a price increase, because yeah, I guess it makes sense as ta- technology gets better, as these games get bigger, uh, it makes sense to make something cost more because now it takes more man hours to actually produce the product, but then they need to offset that by doing like what you said taking out microtransactions, taking out loot boxes. We're already monetized to hell in most big budget AAA video games that it doesn't seem fair to also charge more on top of it when you know they're not going to slow down on microtransactions. They're not going to slow down on charging for a whole bunch of things that like 
like they're, they're already making so much money on. So it, it seems from the outside perspective, just really like anti-consumer to be like, well, we're already charging you so much money. We're already filling games with features that slow down gameplay to accommodate a reason to pay extra for smaller things. And now you're going to also charge an extra like $10 off of it. And if you want us to upgrade to the next version, we're going to charge you even more. Like, I think that's just completely uh, absurd and and frustrating from a consumer perspective. Destiny, what do you think? Um, I mean, like, I think... The only thing that I guess I disagree with is... And it's not really a disagreement, but, like, the more things that come out for people to use like developers to use it's to make it easier to achieve what they want to achieve in a game it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that they're putting more man hours into Uh, the game like mm -hmm. the more that we um um what's what's the word upgrade our systems um update our technology it's to make things easier to produce not harder to produce right so i don't think that's a reason for them to say we're going to charge more for this game because we're putting in more man hours Mm -hmm. like you might be putting in a little more learning the new program Mm -hmm. okay but like other than that it's supposed to be making it easier for you to achieve the, the the elements the look of whatever you're going for that's the whole point of technology being upgraded right right it shouldn't be making it more difficult it should, it should be, be streamlining more, it. yes right but actually destiny um, something so, to help you with that point okay. is uh, if you remember the whole unreal engine 5 reveal where they talked about all the features they added into unreal engine 5 to make it easier for artists and people to do their jobs yeah, because you were talking about like ZBrush, like yes. that was a big thing, right? Yeah. Oh, I do remember talking about that. Yeah. yeah. So that's complete bullshit. I think that's bullshit. That that whole reason um, for them saying they're gonna up it. If they're gonna up it, I get it. Maybe ten bucks, but to charge like a, like forty or fifty dollars more right. for the game is ridiculous. And this sounds kind of like especially tone deaf, given. Um, Things like CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk 2077 and Square Enix with Marvel's Avengers giving free upgrades. I can understand, like, as a baseline, if you want to have games more expensive. I, I, I can swallow that pill. It's been long enough that, like, again, assuming that your game isn't riddled with bullshit, mm-hmm. fine. I don't mind paying more, right? Especially 10 bucks more. It's not going to break the bank at the end of the day. Right. But, like, when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out and you buy it on PlayStation 4 day one or if you buy it on Xbox One day one... When the PS5 edition comes out, you get it for free. They're well, giving that, makes that to sense. you. You should get it for free because you've already basically paid for the fucking game. Right, which is new in the console space because when PS3 and PS4 were changing over, like GTA 5 was out on PS3. When it came out again on PS4, you had to buy the game all over again. And that's stupid. So like that's it. That was commonplace at least on but console. But if you do have to buy it again, I would say charge maybe five dollars or something. But yeah. not even, like, not, like, for the full game. Maybe mm-hmm. because I do understand that, like, for each system, they may need to go in and, like, redo something. They have to optimize they it. Have they have to, to optimize it. They have to, there's extra work in making it playable for multiple systems. Right. So I get it. Maybe, like, $5, $10. And I don't think people would have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Microsoft. But making them buy the game twice yeah. is fucking stupid. And Microsoft's actually spoken out about the situation, too, and they've clarified that. What they've said is that they've said that they think 
that upgrades from previous gen to next gen should be free. They've actually said that they do believe that the upgrade should be free on their platform. Uh, although it's easy for them to say when they've also left it up to publishers to decide for themselves, they're kind of trying yeah, to like wipe their hands clean of it. But like they can't really said, force well, it, right? It should be free. It should be free. But if you want to charge more, you know I guess what? that's your choice. Like, well, yeah, because they can't really control that. But like, I feel like one of the things that they did when they took over Mojang and Minecraft, they didn't charge people. If you had already bought the game, because Mojang made this promise that if you bought the game, you had free updates for life. Yeah. yeah. When they and, you know, that. the first one is based on what's it called? Java. 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 JavaScript. But then when they Microsoft bought it, it's a completely different game. But if you already had the JavaScript, you got the other game for free. Yeah. Like yeah. they so I think Microsoft is doing like if they accumulate a game or if they're producing a game, they'll stick to what they're saying. But I can see how it could be harder to like you can't really mm -hmm. micromanage another You can't company, police that. Right? It's a different yeah, it's a different yeah. entity. Um Yeah, it's for me like so Darren, like what do you think? Because like how do you think this kind of sits? Do you think more publishers, especially like, you know, the Ubisofts, the Activisions, the EAs, or do you think they're going to follow suit? And again, because you see now like two very, like there's a, there's a very clear line in the sand drawn, right? Mm -hmm. Avengers said, we'll give you the next, you know, the next version of the game for free. Cyberpunk mm -hmm. said the same thing. Mm -hmm. Now you have NBA coming and saying, no, fuck you. If you want the next version while also wanting this version, it's a hundred dollars. It's $40 right. more than it should be. Yeah. So either you wait and just buy it on next gen yeah. Or you, you're going to have to buy it twice. Do you see other publishers following suit and being like, you know what? Do you think Sony and Microsoft are going to say for PS5 or an Xbox Series X, games are going to be 10 bucks more because, you know, they, yeah. it's more, they're more expensive to make? I think, I think there is two ways that this could go. And I think it ultimately comes down to will consumers put up with that? Because if consumers are going to see this price and they just choose not to buy it, then I don't think it will, I think, you know, publishers will change their tune and they'll be like, okay, maybe we're not going to do this because nobody bought it. Um, but I think that's the unlikely scenario. I think the more likely scenario is that publishers will follow suit. And I think it's a slippery slope to be like, well, if 2K can charge all this money, then maybe we can charge this money too. They think it's okay. So let's, also do the same thing because if everybody does the same thing then if you want to play a game consumers don't really have a choice and i think it goes down to uh the issue that i see whereas a lot of these publishers uh since they're you know publicly traded companies they have the pressure to always grow and always turn profit and profit margins have to grow year after year after year they don't just want some of the money to quote Jim Sterling, uh, who's a YouTuber that I really like, they don't these publishers. They don't just want some of the money; they want all of the money. Like it's not right. enough for them to do well; they have to do the best that they possibly can. Yeah. Um, and I think, I I do think that if 2K does this and it has even mild success, that Ubisoft and Activision uh, and EA will 100% follow suit and do the same thing. Because I'm also very cynical and pessimistic when it comes to, you know, game industry trends. But I, that's, I, I don't know. What, what do you think, Matt? What do you think they're going to do? Um, I think that this is a long time coming, honestly. Um, like I said, we haven't seen a base increase in price 
in you know in 15 years right what yeah. was the base increase the for the this last ten dollars as well so like yeah, basically like 15 GameCube, years ago gamecube ps2 era, like games were like 49.99 f- yeah for example mm. and then when the ps3 and xbox 360 came out they went up to 59.99 so Argument. did they go up to 59.99 because of the not because of the well, is it because of the, the development jump. of... Because I thought you said $100. So so the way that they're handling it, the way that um, EA... Uh, yeah, no. 2K. 2K. 2K is handling it. You can buy the game when it comes out on PS4 yeah. for standard price. For how much does it cost now? Fifty nine ninety nine. Right. You can buy the game on PS5 when it comes out. That version is more expensive at $69.99. So do you buy the game again? So uh, you have a choice at that point. You if you never buy, buy it at fifty nine ninety nine, if you never buy the game, if it's your first time buying the game, uh-huh. you buy it at fifty nine ninety nine on PS four, or you buy it at sixty nine ninety nine on PS five. You will not get both versions. One of them. It's whatever version you're buying. Oh, okay. You with me? I think. So I so, thought you were so, saying at on. first that okay. yeah. So then, then there's a third option. This is where this is where it gets weird. Okay. You can buy the game the day it comes out and play it on your PS4 and when the PS5 version comes out you will also get that game the cost of those the cost of having both versions is $100 if you don't want to buy them separately right okay i get so, it so that's yeah. where the price difference comes in but like i said is so it like, backwards compatible is that what you're saying or you're buying both games it's backwards you're compatible getting, it's like one version that ha- it's like it's one... forwards compatible. Yeah, forwards compatible. It's basically it's forwards compatible. Oh, okay, okay. So like if you buy it on PS4, you're also gonna be able to play it on PS5. You'll get like the slightly better looking version on PS5. Outside okay. of graphics, there will be nothing fundamentally different about the game. Yeah, it'll just be like this is the version okay. that works on the new console. Yeah. I'm so. okay with like the ten dollar thing, but what I wanted to bring up was like also like the demographic that two K. Um, goes to uh or like per, not portrays to what am i trying the, to the, say the, the, yeah the demographic that they're after the one the that demographic they to. that they're after is like most two if i'm thinking right 2k is the basketball game right yeah 2k is basketball 2k is football 2k, right. is, 2K is like okay, the major so, sports games not to bring race into this or anything mm-hmm. but a majority of black males play sports games play basketball mm-hmm. and play um football and football and football, games like yeah. that Right. So like just like a small history lesson when slavery is over and like during the Jim Crow era, black people wanted white people to feel like they were equal. Mm -hmm. So they would go out and they would buy all the finest things so that they seemed like they were equal. This is still something that is ingrained in black culture. Okay, And it's it's known in business practices and I can't remember what it's called, but they know that black people will spend the money mm-hmm. to get these games. Yeah. They spend the money to get Jordans. They spend the money, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So I think it's going to work because mm-hmm. they know that they're going to buy it. Yeah, which so is ridiculous. These, it's but just I don't greed. think that that would necessarily work for if you were trying to sell i don't know like kingdom hearts i don't think anybody would they would be like i just wait see i was that's exactly yeah. what i was you about to I say mean? because yeah. the demographic that goes in to buy um like sports games and the, these games sell like fucking crazy yes, right like it's it's the gen, it's the general populace that goes in looking for these games 
we don't play sports games. Like the, I feel like the subset of people who are very into the industry that follow a lot of podcasts that follow a lot of news and the subset of people who play sports games, I feel like those don't overlap a ton. There they is don't. definitely overlap. There's some overlap. Of course. But... but like, like I, and like case in point, mm-hmm. I went in to pick up a game a couple of years ago and I ran into a friend of mine who I went to high school with and he was like upset with the GameStop employee and he was basically like, he went in to buy the newest Call of Duty or the newest Battlefield. I can't remember which one exactly what it was. But he was essentially returning it and getting something else because he was like, I didn't know that this shit was in the game. He was upset about something. I can't remember exactly what it was. So I can very easily imagine, or like my brother mm-hmm. could go in and he's like, I want to buy FIFA mm-hmm. and be like, oh, it's 10 bucks more. What the fuck? Okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. it's not something that like people who are paying attention will yeah. notice until they're there buying the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like, especially with the sports games, there's a lot of people who only play sports games, which is totally fine. Do your mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're not paying attention as much. So when they go in to pick something up, they're going to be like, 10 bucks more expensive. What the fuck? All right, whatever. I want to play FIFA. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, So that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that and just like the demographic that they're, they're, they're going towards is not a demographic mm. that's going to be extremely angry then yeah there'll be some yeah. backlash but they'll be like fuck it whatever exactly they'll be and very like, that's like, where complacent I'm really... with it and that's scary because obviously they're going to get a positive result from this yeah and then other game companies like jaren yeah. was saying they're going to and then that's where the backlash is going to come in because those game players are going to be like we buy games all the time this is bullshit yeah and like that's that that's why i'm, I'm really curious uh darren have you ever heard about people like basically like asking for like almost like a tiered pricing structure in games there's there's like this is like a common um idea that i've seen thrown around online not one that i inherently agree with yeah but have you heard of this idea basically like games that are longer should cost more right so people are saying like the the witcher 3 should be like a hundred dollars given how much content it gives you right yeah meanwhile something like Gone Home is a great example. Something mm-hmm. that's only a couple hours long should only be $5, $10, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, this tiered structure, I think it's a horrible idea because, A, the AAA developers who have the money, time, and the resources to pad a game like crazy, like Assassin's yeah. Creed Odyssey, that's one of the biggest reasons why I never finished that game is because it, like, it's too 70% long. of it felt like padding. There's yeah. too much there. Too much filler. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, a game like uh, sorry, a game that I started, um, Lonely Mountains Downhill, is a little indie game about riding your bike down the hill. It's super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Again, like that game isn't going to run for a hundred hours, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth the price that it is. Yeah. What do you think about that kind of pricing structure? I think, yeah, I don't like that either for the the reasons that you just said. Um, the people, the companies that have the resources to exploit the system are the ones that would benefit the most from it and the, the developers that do like to make smaller independent games would suffer because of that but at the same time i think that's kind of a silly suggestion because we kind of already do have a, a you know a tiered pricing structure in the sense that triple a games will always be whatever is the market price and then indie developers price it however they want to price it and mm-hmm. that system has been working i feel for a long time i don't i don't see yeah. any issues with it and so essentially they're looking at like basically like and this com- is an argument that i hear i hear tossed around is like 
hours played should equate like the out like the hours of content should equate to the amount of money spent which yeah. i think is a really fucking scary idea i just don't trust them because this was the same argument every time people seem to give these publishers like any kind of rope they take advantage of it it's like I am, you know me, I'm a very, very, very big advocator for physical media. I don't like mm -hmm. buying digital. And the biggest argument towards digital has been, oh, if you buy a game digital, it can be cheaper because we don't have to pay for manufacturing. Because these game publishers like to say that they hate, they, they keep trying to say that they don't want to sell to game stores. They're like, oh, we want things digital so we can change the prices, and it's game stores that are holding us back and forcing us to pay a certain amount of money. But I think that's a load of crap because we've been moving towards digital, digital, digital for years now, and the pricing structure between physical media and digital media has never changed. You go See, buy some so, AAA so game. I'm going I'm I'm to stop you real quick. Mm -hmm. There's actually been like – uh, I have to look it up. There's actually articles like breaking down the pricing structure, mm -hmm. and they actually do make more money on a digital version than they will a box version. Yeah, well, publish. that makes sense because they don't have to pay for the boxing yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. The, all of that stuff, the shipping and all yeah. that. Yeah, and I agree with that, and that's why I think it's frustrating because they're like, oh, the publishers are like, oh, if we do digital only, then we can lower the price because we don't have to manufacture. But that yeah. has been proven to be completely false. They will never lower the price. They have no incentive to lower the price. The difference is, is that like, and I, I think one of the biggest reasons you see that, like, like you said, like it's not happening. And another thing is because, especially in the console space, mm -hmm. you still need a place to buy a console. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. If you go like GameStop doesn't exist, only selling consoles, like yeah. the, the the console themselves without yeah. any like shelf space for games, right? Yeah. Like, sure you can buy it online, but there's still plenty of people who are going to go online up, and it, there's always fucking yeah. articles and there's always news stories about like fucking Joe Blow over here has lined up for the last two days to get a PS5, right? Like yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. still exists. Um, so like they still need a space to push the consoles. Uh, I just wonder whether. You're right, Darren. Like, if if we do see the kind of the big box stores fade away more and more, if you will see games dip in dip in price, because yeah. I do think that like I think there's a really weird uh, line that like a game will eventually cross, and I think it just differs game to game. Where like full price is full price, and then after this date, they can they can fucking drop the sales yeah, sure. as much as you want, right? Because yeah. I feel like sales on digital are much bigger than they are on physical. Yeah. Generally and, speaking. On cer yeah, on certain stores. On certain storefronts. Not yeah, so like the PlayStation Goff, store. Not the like, Nintendo eShop. <laughs> yeah, not Cough Cough, not the fucking Nintendo eShop. Like I saw like Yakuza on for like seven dollars. You know what I mean? You're not gonna go into fucking E B games and catch a used version of Yakuza for seven dollars, right? No. Like Yakuza Zero. Like that's not gonna happen. Well I'll, so, it, yeah. You have to go to a specialty store if you want something like that. Like, yeah, like I, it's I've, just I've like, gone to like retro stores through Toronto and stuff like that, and found like I picked up Resident Evil Six for like five dollars. So like, yeah, okay, it, well, there it, you it depends on the it depends on the store. But like, yeah, you go to any like Walmart or something, you're never gonna find it in a bargain bin at that price. Yeah, and especially not what you want, right? No. I I really do wonder if if these prices are gonna are gonna change. Um, yeah. and like I, I think 
I think part of the issue too, and so it's just like Destiny, I think that a lot of the issue that people have with this is that NBA is the first one out the gate and 2K is the first one out the gate to make this kind of move. Yeah, and 2K and again, knows what they're are, doing. They know yeah, what they're those, doing. Those games are known for being just riddled with microtransactions. They make money hand over fucking fist. Like That's FIFA, why they're doing FIFA it. FIFA Ultimate. They know people will pay the money. So yeah. like, do you think though that like this would have been an easier pill to swallow if it was somebody else coming out the gate first? If it was somebody like... I don't know, not like fucking, let's say it was Sony, right? Mm-hmm. Who they're known for putting out single player games with a ton of content and like their shit, generally speaking, their first party stuff isn't riddled with microtransactions, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Do you think it was them saying the next God of War is going to be 10 bucks more expensive because we're trying to do more with it? Do you think it would have been easier an easier pill to swallow? And then like if 2K followed them up a couple months later, been like, yo, ours is more expensive too. Do you think I that? Think, do you think that because there's I more? I honestly think because looking at the past games of God of War, like they they up the ante for each game, I would be willing to pay ten more dollars for it. Right. But for two K, it's the same. It's the same thing. You know it what is. I mean? They're yeah. not really changing anything. There's a storyline. They're not bringing in like it's basketball mm-hmm. or it's football. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's no, I don't see why. I would pay ten more dollars to play the same game I always play. Yeah. So do you think that people are angrier because they were the first ones out? You know what I mean? Like they were the first ones to be like, "We're making ours more expensive." Do you think if like, I mean, who's really a- angry? People online are like, "Why the fuck are you charging more for this?" Like the like the, the ten. Do- I think the people are like, "Why the fuck are you charging more?" Because it's the same fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. They they haven't done anything with. It. There's nothing special about it. And I think that seems to be kind of the general consensus online is like, okay, we haven't paid more for games in a while. Your game is full of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why are we paying more for yeah. a game that's the same, same play, same system, same you know. Everything's the same, except the graphics are up. Yeah. And that doesn't constitute for us paying more money. Yeah. I just don't like the idea of the like the forward play thing. The forward compatible thing is just ridiculous. I yeah, think. being that much extra money. Yeah, because you're, you're paying for two games. You're basically paying for two games. If I'm playing for two games, then I, I need a collectible. I need yeah. something yeah, yeah, else yeah. other yeah. than, yeah, you can play it on the next system that you have to fucking purchase. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that um, I don't know I don't know about you, Matt, but I think that uh, the the publishing like the AAA industry of publishers has not given me any reason to believe that they they deserve any kind of like uh, like benefit of the doubt on this in the sense that like like they are with these big AAA games, it's the publishers themselves also towards the argument that they need extra money to accommodate extra development cost. It's their own push towards bigger and better and more bloated that's causing their own problem of funding. Like, they're the ones pushing for this, these bigger, bloated games, and then they come back and say, well, these games are too big and bloated, so we need to charge more. And this is why I think so many people... Yeah, we're offering... You can do more in the game, therefore you should pay more. I need to be able to do more. After the game, after I win the game, I need to be able to take the football player I'm playing with, get into his new, brand new car, drive to the after party, have sex with some chicks at a strip club, go home, go to practice, go back and play the game. I need a whole life if I'm going to be paying $100 for one game. Honestly, I need to be able to cheat on my wife, go through a divorce... (laughs) Decide if I want to pay child support or not. Go through all that. Figure out if there's a prenup or not. Figure out if there's a prenup. Have people like my family come in and be like, why didn't you have her sign a prenup? (laughs) 
It needs this, to be on the news. This like, game that this game will sell well if you need to make the next football game or the next basketball game. Yeah, they just game. need to let Destiny in for the next 2K. Hey, you know how much people would love that? Yeah, re- legit. They'll be like, okay, but what about the actual football? They're like, who the fuck cares about the football? Who cares about yeah. the football? I just want to get through the game so I can go live my life. It and, would and, be like Grand Theft Auto and football put together. Yeah, right? And this is why so many people have gone towards the independent gaming scene because you can find arguably more like fulfilling, emotional, like thought-provoking experiences Experience. with indie games with developers that are doing things on their own that truly, truly care and feel passionate about that that this thing that they want to get out there, and they're making it the way it needs to be made. They're not putting in a bunch of quests to find flags to pad time, or a bunch yeah. of quests to like save this next person that I've seen or like, reused a hundred times. This- Go to this question mark to find your three hundredth treasure chest. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I, yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see whether or not other developers are going to follow suit. Like I said, if if the general trend here is that, and like you're and, and you're right, Darren, that third party AAA developers uh, and publishers, most of the developers, like they keep trying to toe the line and they keep trying to find the the limit as to yeah. what gamers are willing to yeah. do right push the boundary saw, a little bit every time we yeah we saw oh you have to pay to be able to pay online and people mm-hmm. were like fuck we will and they took that away and they're like okay 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 stop seasons pass and then they're like okay now you're gatekeeping content yeah. and they fucking rolled that back they're like okay what about loot boxes those sound cool right yeah and again, like now you see fucking people are like, no, that shit's gambling for mm-hmm. kids. That mm-hmm. is child gambling. And they started to roll that back. So like this feels like the next attempt to be like, how do we make more money I think so. off of our thing? I just don't understand why people are so greedy. You know, that's, yeah. that's what it is. It's greed. And yeah. it's, it fucking, it ruins, greed ruins so much shit. Like it just ruins things. Yeah. Like they don't. They don't really need ten dollars more. Ten dollars more. They don't really need like a hundred dollars. No, no. Yeah. More. You know what I'm saying? It's just ridiculous. And I think the fact that Microsoft came out and said what they said proves that yeah. they don't need to do this. They're just doing it because they're fucking greedy. And like for me, like I would much rather see indie devs be like, "Sorry guys, like you know, if a fucking Chucklefish came out and it was like our next game is going to cost a little bit more than what we did, and like I can actually, but I can see, understand. That's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. I would yeah. rather put that money to indie developers who will actually take it, who actually need it, yes, rather than it going to one of the biggest publishers in the world for a game that you can already spend thousands on dollars, thousands of dollars on if you want to. Yeah, like yeah. Li- literally. Yeah. I didn't know that those games were riddled with microtransactions. They're horrible. I yeah. don't. I don't play them. Yeah, and they they will actually do things. They but like, claim, what are you? Like, what are the micro? What are you doing with it? What are you buying? You're basically buying like players, and you're 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 buying different kinds of jerseys. So wait, okay. So I haven't played a game like that in a long time. When did that become a thing where you bought players? Because I remember when the games first came out, they had all the players. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And this they is had the everything. Thing. Like you didn't buy so, anything so, to the game. So, so the basically, like, so at least how I think, uh, some of the modes work. It's like, 
you get to make your own team and you have to like get like if you want different players from different teams like you have to like buy them and then but the thing is it's like but then you doesn't the game you, come with all the teams on the game but it's like if you want to make your own team to be able to play online or something you, you have to oh to play online you have to buy the team you can't just pick they're already in the game. So like you like it's like singular players. So if I want this player from this team and this player from this team to make my own team, on top of that, it's not just I buy this player. It's I buy the chance to be able to get this player. Yeah. Well, and also the thing what is, is you like buy the chance. It's like a fucking. It's like gambling. Yeah. It's like it's like okay, I'm gonna buy this unknowable thing and I'll get maybe two three players and fucking pray that the one that I want. But well, because here's is, the thing. Oh, that is straight up gambling. You yeah, have, legit. You have to keep in mind that they will claim that this stuff is in the game. Because you can get in-game currency. You can use in-game currency to make these purchases. But they... And this is why they say, oh, like, we're fine. Like, all the stuff is in the game. We're not doing anything bad. You can earn it in-game. These microtransactions, you can just pay real money to buy the in-game currency to do it faster. And they're like, it doesn't affect the game. Because you can still earn it. Which is bullshit. Because what they've done is they've that, designed yeah, a system. Like so they've, they've designed a system that makes the process slower. Are... So so here's here's just the here's just a small thing. So FIFA Ultimate Team yeah. is kind of like the bread and butter for EA. Okay, it evidently started in 2019. Starting from and like this is just a tweet I'm pulling from SportBible.com. Um, this is like they're pulling from uh, Daniel Ahmad's tweet. He's 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 really known online. In 2015. FIFA Ultimate Team's net revenue. So how much they made after everything, right? In 2015, they made $587 million in a year off of FIFA Ultimate Team alone. That's ridiculous. Okay? 2016, $660 million. 2017, $775 million. 2018, $1.18 billion. 2019, $1.37 billion. 2020, $1.49 billion. So this is only trending up and like again like this is money that people are spending after buying the game it's made almost 1.5 billion dollars they're just yeah. fucking greedy it's just pure they're greed greedy dickheads yeah well let's see what happens let's see whether other games are going to follow suit and like i said if if there's anybody who's going to be like okay guys we got to make our shit more expensive i hope it's indie devs because there are the actual ones that i'd like to support mm-hmm. yeah you i know. don't really play a lot of like triple a games so yeah i do and I know Darren does. Like, and I'm curious to see whether... Like, I'm really curious for me if Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo are going to follow suit more so than the third-party devs, like, yeah. third-party publishers, because that, to me, seems, like, pretty much a lock. Yeah. I wonder if Nintendo will do it, because, like, you know, Japan's already very expensive. So I wonder if they would, yeah. like, try to hit their core with something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, that's I don't a good think, point. I don't think Nintendo will until they, they make, like, a, a Switch 2 or whatever, because right now their games are being developed with like last generation hardware essentially so yeah they don't have they don't have a like a moral reason reason to to. yeah all right let's move on to just a couple quick and uh game announcements so halo 3 was announced it's coming to the pc master chief collection july 14th so halo fans get stoked on that and horizon zero dawn's pc and a pc release date has been confirmed as august 7th um so that's coming with a whole bunch of you know cool PC shit that I read and immediately forgot. 
Um, <laughs> like widescreen and other shit. Yeah, you can Maybe. turn off motion. You can turn off motion blur. You can increase the field of view. You have. Well, like, look at that. Darren knows. You can do a, like people Somebody's are really really. Been studying. <laughs> people have been really really happy about uh, the PC features that they've added to Horizon because they're features that people were requesting on the PS4 version that they never got. And yeah, and like. I'm curious to see if we'll see Horizon 2 with some of these features. And it's also, I'd like to say the timing of this is fucking brilliant. Mm. They just showed off Horizon 2 with the, with the trailer for the first time. The PS5 is around the corner. I really wonder if what they're banking on, because what I'm, I'm sure that this is their mindset. People got in on Zero Dawn on PC. Oh, shit, I want to play the sequel. I'm now that much more likely to buy a PS5 to play the sequel, because Lord knows, four years down the line, it may come to PC. Yeah, yeah. people just like buy systems just for games yeah so So that's what i mean so i wonder if that's if this is what they're counting on i definitely think that's the logic that makes sense to me because like yeah we'll find out we'll find out this holiday season whenever the fuck uh we find out more and xbox also announced an event i think on the 23rd in a couple weeks to show off a bunch more shit like the new uh a new halo like they're like they're online. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be their next their next uh inside showcase the next keep their next next conference or whatever yeah, so get stoked on that in just a couple of weeks. Oh, wait, that might not be online because the U.S. is stupid and they've opened everything up. No, they will do it online. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they've confirmed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Way to go, Xbox. Way to well, go, Xbox. They've also got developers from around the world that are working on things, so they have to do it online. They're not going to yeah. fly people in because the people wouldn't come. Well, nobody's <laughs> going to fly into America right now yeah. anyways. Like, yeah. You would hope flag. not. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you both for a wonderful discussion about games and money. Yes. I love money and I love games. And I love money games and And I I love love game money. money. Yeah. Darren, what's the best game money? The best game money? It's not like you said gay money. (laughs) What's the best happy money? I I like to think it's uh, the red orbs from Devil May Cry because it's like literally like cursed souls in crystal form and you use it as I money were, i thought you were gonna say rupees from zelda i don't know why i do a... like rupees from zelda rupees are cool too they just look but now cool. i like bells because there's a stock market yeah i i, I every time i see I'm a rupee i know i want to eat it i don't know why rupees look really good to eat they look why? like really it nice jolly like ranchers stone. you know like those fucking cartoons where they try and bite something and their teeth cracks and it that's like falls out that's what Darren. i that's what i because imagine the rupees look like rubies that's what happens to and me he's like they look like fruit snacks well i okay <laughs> when i was a kid Darren's over here eating quarters as gummies <laughs> when i was a kid i got these little like harry potter magical gemstones and they, I didn't eat them. I did want to preface this by saying I did not eat them, but I wanted to really badly because they looked so did good. Did you put it in your mouth, though? Uh, no, I had enough willpower. Don't lie. I didn't. Did you suck on it? Just oh, okay. did you suck on did it you a little suck bit? Suck on it just a little bit. No, I think maybe I might have like just put just like the tip of my teeth, just like like a little like like when prospectors like bite I knew bite you metal to see it its in gold. Your mouth. I knew you did. So you did put it in your you mouth, you fucking liar. It was like. It was like the edge, the edge of my mouth. It's so hot in this fucking room. I've gone Super Saiyan. Yeah. (laughs) I wish people could see. My hair is like 100% up. Can you post a picture when you put up the podcast? Yeah. Well, this is the picture you should post. (laughs) Go on Super Saiyan. All right, Darren, 
Thank you for, for getting up nice and early. I hope you realize this is your new normal. Um, uh, no, actually, next time I'll have to get up even normal. earlier. So Yeah, <laughs> good for you. Good job. Maybe we can meet in the middle. We'll yeah. make it semi-early. Yeah. All right, Darren, anything left that you want to say? No, I just want to say I, I'm, I'm missing you both from Canada. I want to be in that room with you. I see your lovely faces, and I just want to reach into my screen and just, like, touch them. We miss you too, buddy. We this this is this is going to be oh, yeah. an interesting transition, but we we got this. But I hear your lovely yeah. voices, and it fills me with joy. I hope you're I hope you're filled. So filled with rupees. <laughs> with rupees. <laughs> Destiny, what about you? Anything left? Bang around up there? Nine. No, you know what? No, it's empty. It's totally empty. Totally Nothing empty. Here. All right. Well, my head is empty as always. Yep. Uh, nothing new. Nope. Same shit. Same shit. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. And guys, something that we really need you to do, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please go five-star that shit. Leave some reviews. Yeah. That stuff helps us so, so much. So much. And even if you aren't listening on Apple Podcasts, but you have an iPhone or some shit, just, fu- just go fucking do it just anyway. Just go do it. Anywhere that you guys can do that, we would super, super appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Shout out to Mop Garden for joining us on the show last week. I'm sure she'll be back soon. Hopefully. Yo, did you add her? I did add her. Okay, oh. so I thought I added her, but I don't think I did. I did add her. So, shout out to Mop. Please go check out her streams. Uh, shout out to Al, who actually went on her stream and was like, Hey, I'm here from the Burnout Brighter show. Uh, <laughs> I okay. love... I love Alice. Al is the fucking homie. Um, also, if you haven't watched it yet, go check out the latest episode of B.O.B. Games, where Al makes a very sudden and very quick appearance. What? Yep. Get ready. Did you put it up already? It's going up now. Whoa. So it will be up by the time this podcast I'm goes live. I'm excited. Al, you know I'm your biggest fan. The thing is, this is also a surprise for Al. Um, oh, lovely. <laughs> so we play Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Go see us get frustrated and make love in space time dangerously. Did we? I don't think they made love. I would have really been into it. <laughs> I know. God, I'm so sexually frustrated. All right, that's the <laughs> end. All right, that's, that's the end. So, guys, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, post this everywhere. We really, really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next week. Darren, say bye. Bye. Destiny, say bye. Bye, bye, bye. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. I've always wondered why we made bread. Bread's a weird concept.